0: This is a News Laundry podcast. Welcome to NL Hafta.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 44 of News Laundry Hafta. I'm Abhinandan Sekri. is apna Lagan or News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi choarte. Today our guest is Bal, who Working for
2: free.
1: Working for free? <laughs> Whatever
2: the hafta goes,
1: it doesn't come to me. He doesn't get any part of it. Uh, but we can start giving a part of it. You guys start paying a little more, you know. Because when the public pays, the public is served and corporations, the corporations are served. We will discuss uh, their cover story on, on NDTV and Pranoy, in fact, in particular. But before we get into what we'll discuss, uh, there's Anand. Haya, Hello. Manisha. Hello. Arunab is on leave and Madhu is in traffic. She'll be joining us halfway through. I guess and can she's... I just
3: say uh, welcome to Hartosh. She's looking much younger and fitter and, uh, See what a you know, can livelier, yes. Not that he's he exercised.
2: Yeah. <laughs> We'll be discussing numbers, boy. <laughs> Data. <laughs> such a
3: dashing guy. you know. And Can I request him to put his kirpan back in the sheets, please? <laughs> what is a kirpan to
2: a Mysore park?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, as you can see, Anand and Hartosha starting off on a very light note. Let's hope we end on that note. <laughs> but, uh, I'd like to plug once again, support independent media, support News Laundry and I to keep news free, click on the I pay to keep news free button and subscribe. <clears throat> Apart from Hafta, we at News Laundry have another fortnightly podcast series, Global Summits, where are we going in collaboration with Birat Swain. We got great feedback on our Paris Climate Talks episode. Thank you so much for that feedback. In this uh, Global Summits podcast, we discuss the development summits and with experts and commentators from around the world, we break it down for you. Our last episode was episode seven. It was a curtain raiser. Uh, to the upcoming 10th ministerial conference of World Trade Organization at Nairobi, Kenya. <clears throat> you can find the link below. And the next episode, episode eight, will be on the ongoing COP 21 in Paris. Okay, so let's get straight to it. Also, all the references to whatever we discuss is on the page at the bottom of News Laundry podcasts, not on SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter. Give us your feedback on Twitter, on Facebook. Write into us at contact at newslaundry.com. And let's get straight into it, gentlemen and lady. Uh, what do you want to start with? Uh, we can come to the caravan cover story a little later. Uh, you want to just uh, start with uh, Bhopal, for which uh, tonight, sorry, uh, second night is when the accident happened. This morning. So it would be yeah, second morning. Um, and uh, no coverage, not much. I read one article though, but not much. Uh, Hartosh, you want to start? What, what, what do you think? Does it warrant more? Or is it only because of Chennai that it's been overshadowed? It would have been covered otherwise.
2: No, I don't think it would be covered. You do know. One of the things is that it, it is in no political party's interest to deal with Bhopal. But mm-hmm. uh, The Congress's blame for what happened in '84 is huge, almost as much as it is for the because massacres. You look at Arjun Singh's role, you look at the comments made by people like Kamal Nath, uh, people like uh, Jairam Ramesh subsequently, the attempt to cover. And then what you see is from 2002 onward specifically, post-liberalization, you see this whole argument that for the sake of a developing economy, for investments from abroad, we should look at Dow Chemicals differently. Mm-hmm. This is an ar- argument backed and pitched by Manmohan Singh at Ratan Tata's behest. Yes, that letter was Kamal had endorsed it and this government continues that same thinking. So it is not in anybody's interest, this great belief that our economy is so sacrosanct that people don't matter is one of the great flaws with the post-liberalization regime. This is common to all parties and this is one of the reasons Bhopal will not get coverage. Media largely, pink papers will not touch it. Some stories will come up, but it's a story that you can see is fading away as compared to the, say, the massacre of the sixth, where at least there's a community to keep it alive. There's no community. There is nothing to keep the story going. Eventually, we will reach the stage where we will forget
1: it. Anand, you just want to tell our viewers, many of whom, you know, anyone of 20... 84 was born after Bhopal, you know, uh, 84 is when it happened in 2015, so 21. Um, in fact, we have so many voters who were not even born when Bhopal happened. Just tell, yeah. you, tell our viewers briefly yeah, what, so, what happened and why I mean, it's I, I, I
3: remember it because I was uh, 84, so I was like 12 years old, mm. level, level, level 11 and a half years old. And, uh, you know, this gas called uh, methyl isocyanate or MIC, uh, you know, the toxic level uh, which can kill a human uh, in the air is 0. 0.02 ppm which Whoa. is 0.02 parts per million. And My God. this night, which is third morning, uh, 31 years ago, 42,000 kilograms of MIC were released into the Bhopal air. Now, I say were released, not got released, because of the things that have happened. Uh, you know, the way the, the carbide plant was operated. And incidentally, I knew a couple of people who actually worked in uh, Union Carbide. And, uh, uh, you know, so I have, and I've had interaction with them. So it's been a litany of disasters on the day. And, you know, ever since then, I mean, Anderson, uh, you know, was uh, basically away. just let him off. Yeah, I In mean, fact, for our
1: listeners, you might want to read up on this, you know, just Google uh, 84 Bhopal gas strategy You realize the scale of it. I remember yeah. uh, has some really, yes. you know, uh, yeah. B- photographs that really like numb your mind. a film was made
3: on Dominic Lape's uh, yes. non-fiction book called "It Was Five Past Midnight in Correct. Bhopal," and I think Ma- Martin Sheen acted in it. Yes. And uh, that book categorically states that Arjun Singh had given orders uh, for police not to allow anybody to leave Bhopal because hmm. he wanted to convey the message to Rajiv Gandhi that all is well, you know, right. everyone's fine there and nothing to worry about. And if I could, and, can just comment, yeah, on sure. the,
2: cause I was based there as a reporter in 2002, 2003, 2004, so it's a story that I've covered. For oh, some really? Where were you? Pradesh, oh was I a okay. express correspondent there, So, uh, You see, politically, each party has played a game uh, to deny the leakage of my... Uh, yeah. metallic, I say The waste at the factory, the pond of the factory, uh, the waste is permeated down into the groundwater. Yeah, into the groundwater. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> again, the groundwater is affecting the... Economically worst off, largely Muslim community of Bhopal. It is in nobody's interest to cater to this community. Uh, there was a, a minister for gas relief uh, called Arif Akeer hmm. under Digvija Singh who went around drinking water from hand pumps to show that hmm. nothing is wrong. Hmm. On the other side, Babul Al Gore, later chief minister, minister for gas relief, making the claims all he was trying to do is increase the compensation package to wards which are dominated by the BJP. This is the entire game that has been played, and you read just two days ago, through all this, the government has not allowed medical investigations to take place. Two days ago, there's a report that medical viscera of the victims, which has been preserved and not investigated has disappeared. Nobody knows when it has disappeared, nobody's owning up to it, but that viscera that you need to investigate has disappeared from the Bhopal. My God.
3: And, you know, just a couple of things as to what her is absolutely true as far as, you know, BJP and Congress and, you know, are concerned. So, when uh, Arun Jaitley was a law minister, he said, Dow is not liable for the Bhopal disaster. Hmm. And he said, Anders, and I'm quoting, he says Anderson had no knowledge of the design defect. Mr. Jaitley. Mr. Jaitley. And then Mr. Jairan, uh, Ramesh turns around and said... Like, you know, the couple of uh, politicians' names that you took. He said, I have held the Bhopal Union carbide waste in my hand and I am still alive. I remember that, yes. I am not coughing. Shocking, yeah. yeah coughing. This oh, is when he I was the say. Environment Minister. So you can imagine the... kamanisha uh, uh, sorry, you were saying? I was just saying, in fact,
0: in the Business Standard, there's a report today that speaks about the third generation continuing to be affected by the ground-level toxic water. So I guess there's still people who are being affected, like you, point, you talked about the Sikh community. You know, there's a group of community that can still raise voices. Uh, it's the same case in Bhopal also, but I guess people aren't listening and people aren't really reporting. But last year, I think, this is the 31st anniversary, and last mm. year was the 30th. Mm.
1: That
0: is when I think newspapers
1: uh, yes, went... Yes, but there was a huge protest, uh, you know, that was led by the, uh, I forget his name, with, with an S. They Satyub, came to Delhi. Satyanath Sat-
2: Sab- Sarangi. Satyanath Sarangi, correct. Yeah.
1: So th- they created a big shindy here. I think that's where it was covered. So um anyway but, it's been 21
3: let, let me just add something to this that uh, and in fact this is what Harto started off with that nothing ever changes in in this race for economic progress so for example the land acquisition bill the the redrafted one which the NDA had i had you know a few objections to it i mean it, it the UPA one needed tweaking and i wrote a piece on this yes But, you know, the the objection that I had was that uh, Modi had removed this social impact assessment. Right. Now, if you look at a plant like uh, the Union Carbide plant, it was bang in the middle of the city. You know, something like this, you can imagine now, you would have no social impact assessment as to what, you know, the groundwater seeping and people living around the vicinity. So, you can imagine these plants coming up in India, right. in the garb of economic progress, without any sort without of any, due diligence uh, impact as as assessment as, at all. So, you I know, I don't shocking. think we've learned any lessons at all.
1: <clears throat> and, and what, uh, you know, Hartosh was saying, the economically weakest sections pay the price of externalities. Like, i just like to give an example. These days, you know, Delhi pollution hit, you know, sky high in the last week. And uh, the government has suggested, the Delhi government, that schools should remain shut. Now, I know many people who wear these masks, which are 1,800 to 2,200 rupees a mask, and they have air filters installed in their homes, which cost anything from 20 to 35,000 rupees. So all this pollution has gone in to provide for our lifestyle, the suits we wear, the cars we drive, and the environmental cost wasn't factored into what we paid for it. And now to protect ourselves, again, we have been able to afford to insulate ourselves from that, but the Man in the jhugi has to breathe that yeah, air. I mean, so I mean,
3: tell me a house uh, that doesn't have an RO water purifier. Right. right. I mean, middle class house. Exactly. And, you know, if you just think about it, you go abroad and the first thing that strikes you is that, you know, a person says, well, you can drink open the tap the and tap. drink water. You yes. just, you know, you're scared, actually. So you in India, actually, uh, everything,
1: finally, yeah. the economically weakest section pays the price for all our lifestyles. Uh, okay, we'll move on to the next. Manisha, why don't you start? Uh, what you want to go with? There's a lot we have on our plate. There I was think we
0: can, uh, Ridiculous,
1: uh, sorry, I'll, that question of the naval chief by the ANI reporter Uh, I'd like to have everyone's views on that the family who was thrown out of the cinema for not standing up for the national anthem the Jan Lokpal whether anyone wants to discuss that or not uh, is up to you and uh, the selfies with Modi on the Diwali Milan with journalists and the caravan cover story will come to after whatever Manisha wants to talk about.
2: I By the way, I, about the, the selfies,
3: I forgot to photoshop one of Modi with her Tosh. You know, that would have run the rounds of Twitter. <laughs> <up. laughs>
1: <laughs> Kali Dadis. I, I keep turning my face
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can go with the Jan Lok Bal uh, bill. Okay. Since Indian Express hosted a debate on its pages today. Okay. Between Shanti Bhushan and Ashutosh. Yeah. And I think Bhushan points out one... Uh, the only thing that really struck me was... Um, the powers to remove the Lokayukta. it is the assembly that has complete power. Hmm. So then nobody can touch the minister and his cabinet.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean... Technically, if he wanted to remove him, he can, which is kind of...
1: And what percentage? Do you want to tell our viewers? It
0: is, uh, it is impeachment by the assembly. So you have to get a... Yeah, which, which they Which is have. like it is for
1: judges, which, which is have. why a imp- judge has never been impeached. So... Hmm.
2: But, uh, Obviously, there's a difference between the central legislature, which is the Lok Sabhar Al Sabha, National Consensus, and one legislature in Delhi, which already the ARP dominates. Mm. Mm. More to the point, uh, uh, you would remember,
1: mm. <laughs> that one of Remind the ARP's great
2: promises on legislation, mm. public consultation, the mandate of the public, public mm. approval, let's go to the public, get mm. their approval. Mm. Where was the discussion on this? The changes have been made. Who was asked about these changes? Who voted for these changes? Where were the buttons that were pressed? What is the shit that we've been hearing about ARP <laughs> and public consultations? Huh. And they're acting like any other party. We are given a bill that they will pass and they'll tell us this is what we were mandated to do.
1: Hmm. Good point. I, I completely agree. That whole consultation, although I I have no illusions it'll happen in the future, happened happen. Then, like I was telling Ananda, I'm an idealist, which is why I didn't join politics. That there is certain rhetoric that you use as an activist and there are certain things you do as a politician. But and let's the see difference? what... I, I, well, vote the other well no, I, I'll come to that. But, but at least on Jan
0: Lokpal, they could have stuck to what they... Because I that saw, was the key. I read the
1: salient features of the bill. I do think Prashant's criticism is a bit over the top because from a committee of, I think, seven that was initially decided who'll pick the Lokpal, now they have a committee of, I think, five? Three, three four. Four, correct. There's a chief minister, leader of opposition, uh, judge, and... and uh, a minister. So, there are three politicians. Speaker, Speaker correct. Politicians. So, three politicians. Three correct. politicians. So, I mean, but other than that, I think the major point was that a Lokpal, unless, especially in Delhi, unless it can also summon central government, because if a flower collapses, <coughs> did the corruption happen at the level of the junior engineer, or did it happen at the level of the urban development ministry? You cannot have a Lokpal, just invest, which was the whole criticism of, you know, the Jan Lokpal movement, that you cannot have, a separate, uh, only the upper judiciary is exempt from it because otherwise you can't investigate anything. So, to you, to for this Lokpal to be effective, they'd have to amend the constitution. So, I really don't see, you know, what what is the celebration even if they can pass this, right? They they can't summon uh, central government
3: employees. They want that, but well, Prashant says well, they've yeah, included l- that thing, precise, but they won't be able to. Just to uh, the make sure it. that the central government
1: rejects Which is it. why Delhi is the worst uh, test case for the Lokpal. It has to be in a state.
3: But I mean, let me just quickly point out two or three. First of all, I mean, I saw the debate hmm. between um, um, Raghav Chaddha and uh, Prashant Bhushan on Aaj tak. I don't know whether you saw that. And I was no, appalled dear. by the language used by Prashant Bhushan. It's just like, what did he you you say? Know, my God, Makar, jhute ho bolte ho, makkar hotum dagabahu. And I thought. Daga is okay, come on. Uh, yeah, five or six <laughs> things, you know. And uh, I, I was appalled because, you know, I mean, such language uh, should best come out in a sting operation, not in a. <laughs> <but, laughs> not over the
2: board. So. But, is winning.
3: <laughs> so, I mean, I, I haven't read uh, the leaked draft completely, even though he has put it on the Google Docs or something. But, I mean, I, I went by the Times of India the differences, and they, they list out five differences. But I mean, the whole point is that all the people who were there in the earlier drafting committee, like Prashant Bhushan, Yogendra Yadav, uh, Mr. Hegde, uh, I don't know whether Shanti Bhushan was there or not, hmm. uh, I, perhaps he was, but they are all saying that it is different and it is different for all the wrong reasons. Hmm. So, I mean, again, harping on Hartoshi's point that even if you did not want the uh, you know, to consult with the public, at least for the sake that the people who were involved in the earlier formulation, you could have involved them. Hmm. Uh, so it just sounds very, I don't know, it's very strange to me. And I, I I can't see the reason why Arvind Kejriwal wouldn't do that. I mean, the changes that he's made, and some of them I... Well, I personally think um, there is... A, I mean, I'm not being too cynical, but I he think... He burned all the bridges and, you know... I think it's r-
1: pretty clear this is not going to rock anything, this Lok I mean, it is more a campaigning, this thing, because... Unless you can summon every layer of judiciary for accountability, your investigation is going to come to naught. So it's one of those things that one, one can celebrate that you see a birthday, but
3: Manisha, anything before we move on to the next? <coughs>
1: no.
3: Okay, uh, so let's. Oh, just... and I, I must, I mean, say this. Okay, so Prashant Bhushan and yugendra Yadav are, uh, you know, going hammer and tongs. That's one thing. But it's totally another for AAP and Raghav Chaita to say that they are BJP agents and their whole family. I mean, that they is were, just ridiculous, you know. I mean, Prashant I, I, Bhushan being a <laughs> BJP guy.
0: But that's also what Ashutosh was implying today in his op ed. This is a was conspiracy Congress, Con- BJP, yeah. and I mean, previous AAP guys have come together. This is sounding like that politicians. Yeah. <laughs> that's
1: a conspiracy of conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. To have. Now, all you need
3: is if Medha also joins the mix. Yeah. <laughs> That's a wow. I mean, at if, this, if they were going against Shazia and said, okay, she's, I can realize it. But I mean, Prashant Bhushan. Yeah, know, but let's,
1: let's face it. So, let's not, I mean, Shazia and gang have made a living of the movement. You know, they were, fa- who were they before that? Prashant... Uh, who hasn't? All,
3: <laughs>
1: Prashant and all have got a, a way more
3: track record, whether you agree or disagree. They've been at it for decades. And yeah. that is one thing which is actually hurting <clears throat> up because... Now their adversary is someone called Prashant Bhushan. You see, had it been anyone else, they could have, you know, you can, uh, but the guy has, uh, uh, you although know, an Although halo. I must observe, Anand has become a little more kinder to Prashant ever, No, since no, no. Brother, no I, you were so critical of Prashant I, I still am. I mean, I still <laughs> am on his ideological, this thing that, you know, everything should be nationalized, and, you know, he says oil, uh, oil, everything should be nationalized, but the guy has, you know, he sticks to his principle. You know, it's... The
2: same uh, figure can look so much better in... Opposing
3: power than in exercising <laughs> power. <That's okay>. <laughs> <laughs> <That> yes. <laughs> uh, so uh, the first
2: jab <laughs> no, has I, been I, noted. I, 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 Not a jab.
1: <laughs> he's agreeing with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm agreeing, I think opposing <laughs> power is. <laughs> actually... Do, those of you who follow <laughs> Anand and Hartosh on Twitter know the the whole uh, huge debate they had a few weeks ago. But you'd be also uh, happy and surprised to know that here they'll agree on a lot more than they'll disagree on because we're moving on to Caravan's cover story. Uh, on Pranoy Roy and NDTV, uh, for which I must make disclosure, I was writing a show for them for seven years, from 2003 to 2010, and I have some very nice things to say about them. Mm-hmm. As Hartosh looks at me, kya pata? <laughs> But uh, Anand and Arthosh will agree on this because they are both super critics of NDTV. Uh, I've read the cover story. Uh, Manisha, why don't you start if you've read it? I've don't give read too much away. parts of it. Yeah. But mm-hmm.
0: I want to know, what do you think about the FAQs that NDTV put up? I think in anticipation of your story, of the caravan story. No, it
2: isn't. Because no? much of the financial meat mm-hmm. of what is in the caravan story. They have not addressed really, in yeah, the FAQ haven't. at all because the FAQ addresses the ED notice. Mm-hmm. FAQ is to do with stories that have already appeared in the Economic Times. But the timing is very close to your story. Sure, but know. but it's two days after the notice got issued to them, mm-hmm. you know, so they are mm-hmm. responding to the notice, and that portion is important. But uh, some of the replies are strange. Yeah, we have a complex holding structure. We have hundreds of shell companies. But why did you need to do that? There's no explanation. Uh, so. I mean, there is a lot of hand-waving, there's a lot of uh, uh, saying that we had the necessary clearances, but that is not actually the meat of the story that we are yeah, talking about. Yeah, if I may come in, I,
1: I've, I've read those FAQs, and uh, although I have been a sympathetic to NDTV most of my life, uh, I do think those answers are really lame. Also, the way they've been drafted, uh, it still doesn't come from lips of humility. They're very cocky answers, Ki, you know, jaano, i think when you are if the idea of faqs is to handle public perception which i assume it is then the tone of your statement or draft should be very different from what that is like
2: a cheeky ch- school the best <laughs> th- th- okay. <laughs> 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 is this is, is, is anti week
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
1: kar- and,
3: and i mean uh, uh, you know do uh, uh, minister hai? <laughs> 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 So, so uh, these are the two so, things uh, Sorry Vanesha
1: oh, No,
0: and especially the, towards the end they point out saying that you know, actually it's just, we have made a lot of enemies and this is nothing and they make it out to be a big conspiracy that people want to bring us down and they don't so really address... So different from up, huh? Uh, <laughs> exactly. They sound like the politicians that they come.
1: You've with both of <laughs> 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 The, the <knives>. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things in the
2: NNATP story that is worth watching, not to we point this out? Uh, They've really looked after their employees very well. Yes, uh, yeah? yeah. They also provided a huge amount of resources and material for journalism, some of it quite good, you right. know, in comparison to what exists today in television, long format, etc. But the fact is, the owner and the employers have benefited the cost of the shareholder. So, all the benefits you got till 2010, so the problem had started. I was never an employee. I was a payments consultant. as a consultant. <laughs> Came at a time when the stocks were dropping, they were in financial trouble, but they were paying you Sorry, <laughs> why, why, why are you? I was getting payments there from everyone. I worked for TV today. I why are you, IBM. Hartosh,
3: why are you suspiciously looking at his MacBook? <laughs>
2: No, no, there was only that way. SR gave
1: out iPad. <laughs> <laughs> so you can, although your journalist also spoke to me about this story, I said so many nice things. He didn't use any of my code. Yeah, so, yeah you haven't been. <laughs> because, but honestly, uh, that's one thing that I do think, I think there's good and bad everywhere. You have to acknowledge people who say, Bas yahi angels hai, there's nothing bad about them is also ridiculous. But what Bhartosh was saying, especially in an environment where female employees, and a lot of people in NETV used to crib you are a then even if you are not that great, even if it's not your fault, even if it's your fault, it's the guy who is blamed. You know, in professional conduct, a lot of people used to crib that they are, uh, you know, pampered in an environment where most work areas other than news laundry are so unfriendly for women. <clears throat> You know Manisha's giggling. (laughs) (laughs) But do you speak as a man in
2: NDTV. No, I'm just just (laughs) saying in an environment
1: like that, if there's one organization that takes care of, you know, the gender that has been discriminated against, I think it's fantastic and they did that really well. And I think that's that's Kabila Tarif also.
2: The real problem is look, you have this organization. You make the wrong but the crux of the story is you make the wrong investment decisions at a time when the stock market is bottomed out. Nobody can blame it at that time, a lot of people made mistakes. But this, the implication seems to be that the financial decisions you made from that point of view on now call into question everything that has been done and I think that is really serious. And that's the whole thrust of the story. Okay, uh, you haven't read the
3: story. What would yeah, you like I to know, so, you know without I mean, giving I'm, too much I'm away? The first thing I'm going to do after the hafta finishes is to go and read the story. But i mean, in NDTV. I have written a piece on NDTV, and I have commented. In fact, in one of the haftas, maybe it was the seventh or eighth hafta, I prepared a one-page note, and I read it out on the hafta about NDTV's, you know, after my story, uh, I had written my story. After that, the quote unquote crimes they've committed. But I mean NDTV are a joke. I mean let's let's be very honest. They invest in companies that are unscrupulous, you know, and unscrupulous people invest in NDTV. It is beyond doubt. People have like shown what? this.
1: Like what? What do you mean? NDTV? I
3: mean, I, I, like J, there are so many instances and I, I have to, in fact, in that hafta, I, you know, maybe Karthik can fish out that hafta. I quoted out exactly, I think JP was one of the, mm. I can't remember offhand, right. people mm. who invested in NDTV and, you know, I went through their annual report and the, and the things that they've invested in. And I'm sure Caravan's story would actually be a bit more detailed on that. Mm. But you see, one of the things with NDTV is that, uh, you know, I'm no fan of Reliance or any other company. And I'm sure there's a lot of hanky-packing going on in any company. Hmm. But the thing with NDTV is that we are judging them almost every day. You see what I mean? So, you know, so Reliance does something huge, some gapla. You get to know of it. No, you don't. No. uh, Let's take a, a company. I mean, come X. on, no one gets no advertisement. <laughs> okay, is up a company X, let us say, <laughs> company X does something because you're not. You're, it's not in your face every day. NDTV is its journalists are its coverage is.
1: So you'll be scrutinized. So you
3: more. you are going to make the connections, you know, and so it's it's natural. So it is all the more reason that if you're in media space, <laughs> yeah, you have to, you have never, to be I, absolutely. I agree. Above and that board. is because and when the public pays, the
1: public is served, <laughs> and when corporations <laughs> pay, corporations are served, which is why I support independent media. But, media you people.
3: know, talk of cockiness. I remember Arunav wrote a nice piece about the RIL, you know, investing quietly under the table <coughs> in NDTV, and Vikram Chandra got into a very ugly spat with him. So you know, and rather than being thing. explaining things nicely, you know, accusatory tone, cocky. Well, I think you the problem with NDTV
1: has so, been that um, some of the people there don't represent Pranoy well enough. Well, it's his own fault, anyway. I don't know because some of it has been alluded to. Yeah,
2: but Reliance has put in money into it, NDTV. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Now the, most of the trail is official through a front company, it goes to a chain of four companies and today it ends up with a uh, Mr. Nahata who is close to Reliance and has a wonderful past himself. In this transaction uh, somehow you have 400 crores by Reliance and in the end 50 crores put in by Mr. Nahata, the change has taken place, there is a gap of 350 crores that nobody knows where that 350 crores has come from in terms of yes, the to money we, that goes to into that entity loan. To. Yeah. now. And this is also, Mr. Nahata now has complete hold or his company mm-hmm. has the right over the Pranoy and the Radhika holding company mm-hmm. literally telling them that they cannot take any financial decisions in the holding company without the consent of Mr. Nahata, all they have is editorial control. So in effect they don't even own their own holding company, right. they are not in control, they only have some kind of editorial control. To, we don't this know is, how we... This or, is no. the exact agreement that existed between Reliance, Reliance and CNBC. In. And we know how that ended. Sure. So the question is, where are we going? For to? our viewers, so Reliance and CNBC NBC is the uh, TV18,
1: how they took it over overnight and... And, and let me, me also
3: point out, I'm just <coughs> to add to what Hartosh has said, I mean, how dangerous it can be hmm. if, uh, you know, a company is doing something which is legally all right, hmm. okay, above board, technically, as they say, you know the lingo, the CA chartered accountant yeah legally is everything is fine but ethically and morally ndtv will be judged because it is in the news space so for example if people who exactly. ignore the in news it, is so different like from JP, others. you know so they ignore the news that is unkind to the people who have invested in ndtv but in all fairness so, Anand, that, that is true for any organization
1: like you know that, and which is why I'm news just is talking different. off yeah which, which is why news is different that Ownership is always going to... That's why disclosures so are important So, like khabar
3: does aati hai JP does aati hai They have a debt of 65,000 crore rupees. You know, the, the, the dam that they're investing it. You know, there's a lot of inquiry going on. NDTV just completely, you know, brushes under the table.
1: So. And now Madhu's joined us. Hi, Madhu. Welcome. We've just finished discussing Bhopal and we are in Professor discussing Caravan.
4: Okay. Um, I haven't finished reading the article of Caravan, but hmm. I'm glad that they quoted News Laundry. Hmm. Um, plug. Subtle plug. There there are more substantial portions to the story. (laughs) 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 Not really. I think that line is really important. Um, And another very small issue, which Shobha Day used to be a master at, when she used to run uh, her magazines, was to take the worst-looking picture of the person. Like what the picture they put of Radhika, the first one with her mouth in a grimace, is so unfair. She's a beautiful woman and also Javab the one, in, the one you, the, I,
2: I have no idea what Radhika looks like so I cannot the, comment on this graphic, I mean so the photograph is the only thing I have to go by I take Madhu's word for it I graphic, that's all I can say and the say graphic
4: about. of her with her glasses on to make her look like was <laughs> is a bit mean oh, you think it's been
1: uh, <laughs> that's uh, what the, all nah. looks like <laughs> yeah all the Vasu's photograph has been taken from the news laundry set yeah
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So
1: news laundry you, see
0: how, <laughs>
1: you see how <laughs> you see how native <laughs> so anyway so it's nice picture pa- of Pronair though the the cover story, right under the head I think line. your designs yeah. I think the cover designs are very good all your consistently you must uh, congratulate your designer whoever it is I think your covers are very well designed
2: yeah, he's waiting for a news laundry cover the author of the story recently got a ramnath Goenka yes. award Krishnan is a wonderful reporter I mean both all our reporters actually are wonderful reporters they've done a series of excellent stories but this is the Christian's second story after SR NDTV well researched stories yeah very well done and I think
1: it was uh, a thorough job I have one question I don't know maybe Krishna would have answered it but he's not here you are why did NDTV not speak
2: I mean we can't answer that question we why asked do you them think
1: yeah why do you think I mean uh, one would think it's I mean you know the best way of coming clean is to talk not to say we won't talk don't you think do you
2: agree or well as the story mentions that he agreed to meet Krishna that matched? was kept off the record. We submitted questions. There was a period of six or seven days that was given. We didn't receive a response. beyond that, you can ask them what their thinking was, I can't get into their heads. So I mean if I could get into their heads, I would maybe figure out what they were up to. I can't That's Manisha so you, were, saying, you, sorry? Were, you so, were
3: actually served a defamation notice by um, SR. Uh, no, that's a, 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 a lawsuit, defamation,
2: there's a case going on. Case already. going on, yeah, that's for right. that SR iPad no, story. No. Yeah,
3: no, 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 just all the the SR, teams. all the
2: SR pieces, Every the covers, But are you expecting one from NDTV? Look, SR has asked individually each of us to pay up 200 crores. I don't know what's left for NDTV once we sort of Shh. shell out what is needed, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can't subscription. You yeah, news not really <laughs> coming. <can't be laughs> sorry, report. Manisha, you were saying?
0: <laughs> no, sir, I was just saying that the reporter did meet these guys, but
4: everything was off the record. And then Yeah, I've always wondered. I think, questions. you know, if you... They should have just... One should I don't know. Off the record is a problem. I, I know many times in an interview, somebody will say, I'll tell you this off the record. Then I'll say, don't tell me. Either tell me on the record, because I want to use it. Knowing it and not knowing it, it happened with Gulam Bahanwati when I was interviewing him for my book. And he says, okay, I'll tell you this off the record. I said, it's no use to me off the record. Whatever you say is on the record. And invariably, they do still speak. They don't say, "Uh, okay, then forget it. Then they still say it anyway. And I think that's a good gamble to take, that when they say off the record. But on the other hand, if you're getting a backgrounder, say, from somebody in the Ministry of Finance. That, I think, is okay if you're doing a larger story, and you take that off the record as a backgrounder for you to use as a base, as a foundation of your story. And you don't have to quote the person, but you know what the facts are. We saying,
2: but the, I was saying, look, uh, it just shows that I think Pranoy doesn't quite understand journalism. Every journalist not quite journalism. Worth yeah, worth yeah, Every but exactly, journalist yeah. worth his or her salt would we'll say, don't. "Come on the record, you get your point across, you can answer allegations." Not to come on record is to let whatever has been said and stated white. lie I mean, there. That's as a it mistake
4: is. usually made by corporates who it's are advised by judged. their PR agencies. I, m- I, m- do.
3: Have well, I, I have a different. Sorry, I have, I have a. I have and then when
4: it comes out, then. Uh, hell breaks loose.
1: Then you, you I went, think the reason speak?
3: why Pranoya did not allow this thing is because Harto, she understands journalism, not because he doesn't understand journalism.
1: I think it's... We'll go, no. the, no, I think no, it's what, what, I, mean, I disagree. If
3: you have something to hide, you know, if you if you understand, sorry, let me let me qualify that, understands good journalism. That is the reason why you're not going to... Sorry, do Madhu, a, what were you
4: saying? I disagree with that. I think that it's not a question of understanding good or bad journalism. The question is that if you have... If you're the center of a controversial story, a bad move is not to speak to the person. Mm, And most PR agencies will advise them not to. And we've seen it in our case that they'll give us a press release Mm which has nothing to do with the questions we've like asked. manisha had yeah, we've manisha done several sent a press release sent uh, specific questions to india tv she didn't get answers she waited she smsed she called and this happened to so many yeah, not just yeah to so them. many things mm. and when you don't answer you have to be prepared that your your version <coughs> will not appear although
1: i think the reason has got nothing to do with good journalism bad journalism understanding journalism i think it is a it is a throwback of a certain uh, elite from the 70s and 80s who i mean I don't mean this in any malicious way but it is internalized that I don't need to explain nothing. I, everybody knows how cool or good I am. And that sense of entitlement I think makes a lot of people, Bhai, main main una. I don't have to explain.
4: And on their website that, they've got a frequently asked questions. Yeah, is really we discussed funny that. Frequently asked questions you, you usually see from an Apple website that what do I do? My are not <laughs> uninstall the app. My how to, to answer? Not in How do I fix this problem? I so. mean
2: I'm inclined to believe you. After all, same school, same understanding <laughs> of privilege, yes. etc. So absolutely good point, Hafiz. I but
1: even your brothers from I qualified that by saying from the seventies and eighties. I was born in the seventies. And <laughs>
3: But there is one aspect I like to ask Hartos. You know, you're talking of on the record, off the record. So, you're obviously, Hartos, are, are you a, a a proponent of sting journalism? I mean, would you have wanted, have, have you done any, has Caravan done any stories where they, the
4: they've who, actually who put stung? Out people? the Radia tapes, you're asking him whether he's up for sting journalism?
2: No, no Radia tapes were not sting at all. The no, Radia were tapes not. were absolutely, I have worked with Tehalka, I have never done a sting myself. I think. Stings should be done very, very rarely. I will never rule them out entirely. There may be certain stories which will never be broken under any other circumstances. Uh, I do remember one of the sting stories that never got done. I was not there, but uh, there was a reporter who worked with me later who had titler say some very damning things about what happened in 84 during the massacres, which he will never say on the record or publicly under those circumstances if there was a hidden camera which would have recorded it i think that would have been a valid piece of journalism but you have to have that kind of gravity that kind of importance and it has to be very very rare that is my th- but then who would judge that i mean that's you see
3: you all that's a journalistic that call. Is, I mean, these editorially... are not i mean we
4: make those judgments every day on every story yeah, the, i mean these are whether not whether it should be done it shouldn't be done what the angle is That That is the judgment of
1: that person making it. I think uh, let's just uh, quickly move on to (coughs) Chennai floods. I think the coverage of the last two days, you know, there was a lot of criticism that they've been ignored. And now there's been wall-to-wall coverage, which I think it warrants. Uh, There has been some great reporting on this, actually, by even the News Minute. I think Dhanya has been doing a great job on this. Uh, But uh, I was just um, curious that what sparked that off? In the sense that for a day and a half, there was a crisis situation there. And, you know, all ye intolerance debate, ye yevo. What was the tipping point, you think, that it became wall to wall? I I haven't been able to figure that out. Any, any takers? Madhu?
4: I don't know. I think it's a little bit of bherchal, no? Mm. That nobody's doing it, nobody's bothered. If one person does it, oh, God, we better do it. Hmm. Our journalistic uh, ethos in India is totally bherchal. I mean, you, you see it in everything in terms of. Quality of programming. If one guy is getting TRPs because he's shouting at all his uh, <coughs> guests, so we have anything. to do that. So one story is one guy goes and does a really good story. Nobody's doing Chennai, nor Chennai. The same thing can happen in Kashmir or in Assam or whatever. I think hmm. that these are neglected areas, and we do have a North Indian bias.
2: So, I mean. Clearly this, I don't know who broke. followed the story, obviously not break, that's a stupid thing to say. Followed the story first, but I mean in TV studios you hear from TV journalists all the time. What happens is once a story starts playing on one channel, all the other channels are in a hurry to get that story, not worry about whether it is correct or not. You know, I mean it is immediately, first pictures, pictures get that story so that caution is gone. I mean I personally, it's a strong thing to say I do not watch uh, Television, it gets in the way of following the news or understanding it. I mean, seriously, I, it is a major problem today in India. Yeah, yeah.
4: It is and, you know, talking
2: about uh, the
3: Bhirchal Madhu, as you said, I mean, since <laughs> yesterday, most of the, the pictures, uh, you know, that many of the, uh, the mainstream newspapers and TV channels, NDTV, uh, Hindu, they're actually tweeting pictures of Mumbai rains right. and no, Chicago like, airport. This is what uh, I you was know,
4: trying to... Uh, a I, a I, flooded I, mall. This is a point that happened... Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Also, um, during the during, earthquake, in, no, in uh, when the Paris uh, bomb, um, you know, violence Attacks took happen. place, people were on WhatsApp forwarding a car chase, a police car chase, which had nothing to do with right. Paris. That you can see from the cars, the, the they weren't sick, French cars. The so, boy police. from Canada who was yeah. my God, I mean, yes. Yes. that's yeah. where it goes yes. to an yes. extreme. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. And now somebody has WhatsApped an image which I happen to remember was a flood in Jordan. And this image is of a a man breaking down a window to let... It's not from Chennai.
1: I've
3: seen that.
4: So everyone's saying, oh, God, this is happening in Chennai. It's not. It's from Jordan.
3: But, you know, uh, Madhu, if people are doing it on Twitter and this is fine, but if editors like Malini Parthasarathy tweeted this Mumbai rain thing, Hmm. and, and, you know... they should at least, uh, the, the simplest thing to do is to Google limit search. Yeah. And find, Even the editor know. is okay in the personal capacity, but when
1: an organization puts it yes. on, the, but you know, this is something that I I'm, I don't have a position on this because I attended a workshop on journalism that had been uh, organized by the National India Foundation uh, at the Habitat Center uh, earlier this week, sorry, last week. And there were this, you know, young uh, guy and girl who had started uh, something called uh, Nepal earthquake, you know, When the Nepal earthquake happened, there was devastation in Nepal, and there was nothing coming out. So they started a WhatsApp group and then a Facebook page that had images of Nepal, what's happening where. And everyone from Washington Post to the BBC started using those images. And that was a huge success, and they were actually brought there to talk about how crowdsourced journalism can also work, because even I was sceptical about it. And that worked. I asked them, I said, why is it that no fake pictures made it? They couldn't explain. They didn't really have a filter. They said, a few we realized weren't ours, so we would remove them. But every picture that came was from where the claim was. Maybe Nepal is easily identifiable. But it worked there. And like I said, mainstream uh, news organizations picked it up. So I think there is a potential there, but does but crowdsource journalism Shindang work? floods
0: also. There was a lot of crowdsourcing happening. A lot of people sending pictures. Right, but pictures that's what Mother was saying. But there were a lot yeah. of
1: wrong pictures. No? So how does that... How do you pretend, prevent that? I mean- well, look,
2: that is a filter that I... Sorry, but major news houses must invest in that, cannot be the excuse to get there first. Mm. It's not just to do with crowdsourcing. I've raised this question, and I wish, I hope that next year we look into this. ANI has become the single source feed for every television channel. Yeah, and
1: terrible.
2: huge questions, I have huge questions about credibility, sourcing, funding. We don't know what is going on and that is used uncritically, you know. So these kind of questions need to be asked and people have to invest in this. If you're investing in journalism and you're not investing in fact-checking, that is just stupidity. You can't blame this on the exigencies of the medium.
1: Sure. Um, I'd just like to talk about Rajdeep's video blog on this channel, the tyranny of distance blog he's put up. And a lot of people have shared it. <coughs> yeah. um, I mean, I, I think Rajdeep's a really great guy and, and he's a very good team leader. I think very few people give credit. I think Hartosh is another... F- it's great to have him as a team leader because... Please,
2: please ask my team. Don't say not don't In-
3: say No, something I've spoken to Krishna. I mean, there's, you know, some people... are I'm great. waiting for the punchline, Niku. Hurry <laughs>
4: up. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But, yeah, he always does
1: this. Yeah. i But... Yeah. <laughs> so, but, you know... But, here's the Rajdeep, maybe all those things, but his his insights into journalism or the stuff he says is so pedestrian and so unintelligent. Like, you know, he's given this very tyranny of distance, he spends three minutes stating the obvious, telling me that the color of the wall behind me is bad. I can see all, I know all that. What are you saying now? And then he says that, that's a, now I, but for this to change, we need to change a mindset. So I, I heard all that. I said, you need to change your mindset. This is like saying we need to be good people. Like." What does that mean? No, no and I then he came
0: up with you should have bureaus in Mumbai or Chennai, which No, he's not do. bureaus.
1: He said you should have to have a national capital, one north capital, one no, south but, capital. No, but but that
4: for the I mean, for media, like saying, you have a Delhi bureau and then you that, have. You know, a most of his insights. Don't don't you see most of most people's insights are pedestrian and mediocre and boring when you listen to these. I chats. think that's
1: where Barkha's cause, Honestly, I know Hartosh and Anand will disagree, but Barkha. You get some value. She dissects something and she's smart. As in, she may not be a great she's team She's our
4: best interviewer. She's
1: not a great team player, and we know that. She's your know.
4: best interviewer. But she really is. She knows it, how to she get it. She gives some.
1: Sorry. Hartosh uh, is smiling, look at me, and say, what's going on?
4: She can do a fluff interview when she doesn't want to do something serious and not, not attack the person and she put all that in the carpet, but the fluff interview will be so good that you, I think average Razi Joe won't have noticed. So I'm looking at her, okay, she's not asking her this, she's not asking <laughs> her this, she's not asking her this. But if you look at it as an average Joe, I think, you wouldn't even know because she's very Okay, scary. views on
2: this B- blog B- of. Barka, B- 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 please give them the interview. Barka, please give them the interview. Oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Barkha's the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But look, the question you are asking about editors and their responsibility. Remember post the radia tapes, there was that Barkha. Well, then there was another show where Veer Sangvi appeared from a balcony in Thailand. I was part of that show. That was so funny. And then on that show was MG Akbar Prabhu Chavla N Ram. Huh. Uh, Veer sangui huh. and poor me sitting there among these guys and they are discussing what is wrong with journalism <laughs> 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 <I think laughs> was The people sitting around me mm-hmm. should know They have been editors between them for the last 25 years of major organizations mm-hmm. they are asking me what is wrong with journalism <laughs> <laughs> the problem is that we have editors Uncle
1: but
4: Hartoosh I'd like to ask you this that people who have been uh, caught doing unethical things journalistically. Do you think that um, wa- they, they sh- they, it is acceptable to rehabilitate them?
2: Not at all. I mean, Veer we writing in politics or anything at all is a joke. I mean, clearly the man, you look at the Radia tapes, what has been done there cannot be excused. In Barkha's case, no questions were asked. And if you look at the questions being raised in the story or various questions about... Uh, funding for NDTV, then the question is, uh, was Barkha doing it as an individual or was this... uh, Institutional. uh, Institutional. You made this point uh, several
1: times. I think uh, Sudhir Chaudhary got a Ramnath Goenka Award. Like Sudhir
4: Chaudhary, he got the Ramnath Goenka Award. Which, you know, it takes my breath away that rehabilitation is faster than the the disgrace. Mm -hmm. And the fact is that not many people have criticized him on this... Uh, on the extortion, because he was saying alleged that alleged extortion. What I find, like he was saying to you that you're after Hindi journalists and all. Please compare what the press did to uh, Barkha and Veer Sangvi after the the Radia tapes, and what happened to these uh, alleged. Uh, uh, Extortionist on alleged Z where we could see it all on tape. Nothing happened. The journalists <coughs> did not go after him. Everyone just accepted it as normal. It really makes me wonder about the values and uh, it sounds so uh, stuffy and, and old-fashioned but really, it really, really is upsetting. No, I don't think no, it's old-fashioned at all. Two things.
3: I think one is the bigger you are, the harder people make you fall. I mean, that's natural. So nobody knows Sudhir Chaudhary compared to Barkha or... I mean let's be honest about it At least three, four years ago mm. You know I mean the clout that they have I, 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 are, indeed, you, are you Are you, out out of are you being Nice mm. to see each other? Are you insulting him No I mean him? I'm just I,
1: I don't know <laughs> no, no, because this reminds me Sorry if I may just come in Of You know India TV When they had launched they That sting operation on Shakti Kapoor, Aman Varma And all that <laughs> That really Tutcha sting operation To launch In that Shobha day In a big fight Or something was. And uh, This one was there Shakti Kapoor That I've been framed It was entrapment This girl came to me Get me a hit and so Barkha was saying, this is such a shoddy sting. So, you know, Shakti Kapoor, you could make out by his face, was happy that someone is, not Barkha, sorry, Shobade. Such a shoddy sting. What, what, what are they trying to prove? So, you know, he, thodi uska he, 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 says, who is Shakti Kapoor? He's some sidey. He's some sidey doing DZ grade films. Who gives a shit what he thinks of what he's doing? And then, does anyone have the guts to go after Subhaj gai? And then she, and I, and poor Shakti wasn't sure that dude is she is on my side. <laughs> or?
3: So, so you are doing that right no, now. No, no, no. I, I think if we go by the general opinion of people who watch news and who, you know, I think.
0: No, but his show is the most. A, but I mean, the, I, yeah. DNA. So he's known. But I'll come
3: to the larger point that Madhu. The question is that you know, should journalists who have quote unquote or even without the quote sinned, should they be rehabilitated? And I would say yes. Provided they unequivocally apologise. I mean, there is no sin for which you know an apology cannot be. There's a very
4: senior journalist today who uh, people go to prison. Who used to work for me.
3: Yeah.
4: He used to work for me at at a point where he was a junkie, a druggie. I won't even list of all the dishonest things we had to call the police on him, and he has rehabilitated himself. He actually has. I was shocked that I had to give an award to him at some point. <laughs> and I was like, and,
3: and they announced his name. But he's doing great work now.
4: And he's <sighs> doing great work now. But that is I, what I, but I think. Said, no, but know, a I'm
3: sorry, I made this. Instead, he went on the offensive. He, he said, he wrote an article in, you know, Vinod Mehta allowed him to write a But I don't apply that you know, what I'm saying
4: to, tips. saying about this journalist who's rehabilitating himself, rehabilitated himself. I don't apply that to Sudhir Chowdhury. No, because those are
1: personal things. I I'm, it's unhealthy, but it's not unethical.
2: Sorry, See, uh, but there Hartoosh, are also other things. Know. Do you agree d- that they were taken to us? Because I thought you might disagree that... Well, w- what has happened to we? I mean, the fact is, of course, you have to look at the context. The Z thing was one exchange on tape, but the Radia tapes were a bigger symbol of what is going on in terms of politics, journalism, etc. So it is in their con- context, the name came up. So obviously, it was going to have much larger play than any one little story would have. But beyond that, what has happened to them? Nothing. Veer Sanghi still writes on the main edit page without ever acknowledging anything. In fact, he posted the wrong column in his defence. After that, he's questioned the credibility of the Radia tapes. Barkha that has not even, for one day, gone off the air. So, in what sense are they being rehabilitated? They didn't lose anything. Or, on the we other did. hand, we did. We did for a little while. He only had to write about food. That must be really hard for him. <laughs> yeah. the, and, that, ho- fancy <laughs> and fancy hotels. And fancy hotels. What's wrong but, with making shows on food, yeah? But <laughs> to come to the point you're making, look at what happened in the SR case. Journalists named for taking taxis worth 3000 rupees lost their jobs. Which editor has lost their job over similar misdemeanors? So, journalists are sacrifice- can be sacrificed, mid level journalists, with nobody to defend them. But no big head roles. No big head roles, you know. In, in this country where Pranab Mukherjee and his office are asking for favors for his granddaughter and nobody is willing to name the person, leave alone an impeachment, where can a president survive this kind of disgrace?
3: Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I come back to this again and again. I mean, we as a country, and Madhu, we've had a chat over this. I mean, you know, I took the example of Hansi Kronye and Azruddin, you know. <coughs> Till now, as the, Azruddin has never admitted that he right. did, you know... Uh, that uh, with did that, that. But did admit it. did admit it, you know, and people don't admit. And Manisha, you,
1: you haven't been in for, for well, the
3: longest... Well,
0: Sudhir, I, I do agree a bit, though, that we... People didn't raise... Uh, Barkha also won the Ramnath. Nobody really spoke about... You know, nobody brings up radio tape anymore. And I think his problem was that you're just bringing this up because I'm a Hindi journalist, which I, I do agree a bit. I don't think we're as harsh oh. with English journalists as we are with Hindi journalists. When we Sorry?
1: Just she doesn't think we are. I harsh think I don't think
0: we're as harsh. We were as harsh with uh, some of the other recipients of Ramnath Goenka as we were on Sudhir. So, I think he's right.
4: No, other something. recipients of the other Ramnath yeah. Goenka were not
1: caught. Barkha well, Barkha
0: also won, but nobody brings up Radia tape
4: anymore, and you do bring well, up his Twitter case. they do all
1: the time. I think, yeah. Yeah, I mean, people
4: bring it up. anyway. No, with Barkha, it's a different case, but let's not get into it. Yeah,
3: and I mean, I suppose one day when Madhu is going to write her memoirs, mm-hmm. she's going to talk of the journalists in the 70s and 80s. You remember, I mean, the report, uh, the Mitrokin archives, they said, um, how many? 1700 Indian journalists were on the pay- payroll of KGB. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was the official Mitrokin archives that came out last year. Cambridge University released it. So God knows how many of those seventeen hundred were
2: Water Lost. Editors. The Soviet <laughs> Union collapsed before we could get started. I in say. those days, <laughs> <through> the <laughs> 80s, <laughs>
4: In the eighties, many journalists used to write deliberately a lot of anti American stuff. Right. If you wrote a lot of anti American stuff, you'd be called in by the American embassy. And they would invite you to a uh, all expenses paid tour of the United States of America uh, Manoj Raghuvanshi was one of those who benefited <laughs> from that He said I went to Disney World, I went to Vegas, uh, uh, I went everywhere They said nice World. hotels, they had a good time and come back So that is the American way
1: Our okay, uh, four
4: uh, journalists catch on very quickly whether they like America or anti-US <laughs> uh,
1: Quickly, uh, two things, uh, one of them I don't think warrants more than two minutes is Modi's Diwali Milan with journalists and everyone jostling? W- to
4: I want to know why. Selfies. Why do they? Why do journalists want to ingratiate themselves like that?
1: To, I, I don't know actually. I, I mean, I I do know. It's because dude, everyone bows to power. What is? It's not rocket science. I mean, you've you see people just suddenly turning turning around depending on who's in power. I mean, I.
4: I journalists should not was... be bowing to power. They should not even be saying hello to power. I think like
1: they have Indians first and journalists second.
2: I am it... <laughs> Indian first, then I am Hindu.
1: And as an part Indian, of brain decides that. It's too I think in... it
2: was because of news value. Modi is rarely ever seen on camera, you see. And they were basically trying. <laughs> 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 and he's really, uh, in India, he was, he was en route to some place. Yes, so he was a stopover.
1: Just... But what I'm saying is next time, how do you get invited? Why doesn't anyone write us, Madhu? I don't know us. Yeah, have you been invited,
3: Haritosh?
4: As-
1: no. Asi, Asi, Jammu Asi, Asi. I'll tell you a joke. We are accredited <laughs> by the PIB. Can I tell you a joke? Okay, and we'll do this next time if the. By mistake, they have called us. i So there was a uh, you know single man unmarried, so, like someone we know. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> Mr. Modi, and he was very frustrated. He was going to Jammu and Kashmir. So So he says, "Who is he?" <laughs> so, 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 we will go for this Milan. And we just cling on to Modi for a selfie. Then let's see who can push us out. You, you, you. you. No, no, i with mean, <laughs> By the way, Modi
3: is not single and he's married. According to his... Well, All, although
1: I, I... On that, I must say my sympathies are with him. Dude, he was 16 or 17. He was married or by his parents. I don't think... And I know the two ladies will give me glares and say I'm being chauvinistic and... R- I don't think he needs to explain that. If I you agree, have been married as a think, child...
4: I think people's personal life is their personal life. <laughs> but, I don't care no, about even any. if it's
1: not As a Prime Minister, there has to be propriety. You don't have to spend your life explaining that. You didn't have Then when you were old enough to walk away, you walked away, that's fine.
3: RTI can the answer, right? Yes, they can I agree with what I... As Madhu said, let's not log personal But I'll say this, technically... If you still married, at least explain it. Uh, Why? We do not matter. I don't care. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Okay. Personal uh, life Manisha? is personal life.
0: No, on this Modi uh, selfie thing, there's a really bizarre report that I read in Hindustan Times, which was criticizing journalists. And then towards the end it says, but they're also human. How could they resist Modi's Greta Garbo charm? Oh. <laughs>
1: oh. And actually, oh. Compared oh. <laughs> Harkosh almost like, vomited <laughs> for the record. I was like, are you really
0: comparing Modi to Greta Garbo? <laughs> I don't know where
1: that came from.
2: See, in. this is love
0: and was <laughs> supposed to be a peace critical of journalists
2: thankfully she is dead otherwise she would have died
4: <laughs> Okay, now. Gabo. where is the connection? Like, I don't know
0: I, was,
1: I was like, coming the to the last point Gabo. the family thrown out of the m- movie hall for not standing for the national anthem uh, please uh, let's start Manisha why don't you start on it this it was a
4: Muslim family
1: I although I think that was irrelevant I don't think the audience knew whether it was a Muslim or Hindu family they were just pissed off they didn't stand and I saw a lot of people supporting that. Um,
0: From the video it was just horrendous. I hmm. mean it was just horrible to see a crowd full of a hall full of people just cheering and, and three asking kids. these guys. There are three kids three women, hmm. two kids. Two kids just asking them to leave. Well, why like don't, didn't they stand up?
3: because like well, maybe they don't
0: want to. It, you don't have to and maybe I, I, I don't want to but maybe yeah, i'm but not so, feeling patriotic or maybe i don't believe in the mainstream no, but convention of
3: uh, I, I think there are two things to this one is i think there is a supreme court judgment that says you need not stand up you, you need know, not you can you can kiss thing but next day mumbai mirror came up with the story the 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 real event which was that it wasn't the national anthem that is regularly played through the stupidity of ncp that you know every movie before it starts you know you have to play the national anthem so congress ncp brought this thing mm-hmm. it was um, a kind of a, a, a short film for the martyrs of 2611 hmm. and in there in that film was the national anthem and so that was the thing that was going and allegedly this couple the the man said "Mary so that that was but it was appalling it was
2: gundaism hmm. and uh, this is what we've come to you know this is and exactly. And my, my larger context is the whole question of patriotism you know i think each of us individually are allowed to feel stirrings. After all, if I take a certain pride in the constitution, what we have, we can feel a certain stirring when you listen to the national anthem or see the flag in certain settings. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think you have to be apologetic, this whole necessarily the extreme liberal discourse that there's something wrong with that sentiment. No, not at all. But to take that sentiment and say, you also have to feel like that and you better behave that manner, that is where yeah. the problem lies. And that is, I think, the distinction Orwell has made between nationalism and patriotism. Let me take pride in my country and that's okay. Show it but the to force want... it down on anybody else, I, to me, outside the limits of legality, etc., that's not acceptable. It's so strong. Madhu?
4: I'm very jingoistic.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Unashamedly, unintellectually.
2: But do you expect everybody to be? Yes. Okay.
4: I like the
3: flag. I expect people to stand up for it.
1: And would you <coughs> and have started heckling this family? Were you in that hall? Probably. Okay.
3: Now, the but thing I, is, I just just to add to that, I wrote a piece on this one. You know why why do people sing <coughs> anthems? In fact, after I noticed half the German team, you know, uh, and you know all the immigrants, uh, you know, when the football team, the national anthem were being sung, they would actually not sing it. Mm-hmm. So I wrote a piece on this. And you know, if you if you think about it, this is, this is the extension of tribalism of you know basically i am a tribe i want to plant this flag this is mine mm-hmm. it's like you know us flag on the moon mm-hmm. see what we yeah, are okay. you know this is kind of now the, all the no, other stuff the that you is, have stated see,
1: everyone has you know given the which i think are the obvious things the thing that disturbs me most is and this is why i think sanju varma is a disease i am and i don't use this lightly a the way she answers she is a spokesperson of the party in power she was saying what those that crowd mob did was good, correct? And she was giving a constitutional explanation. That have you read the <laughs> fundamental duties? You know when a, a spokesperson's understanding of the constitution and the fundamental rights and the directive principles or the you know is so idiotic, and they say that on. And what pained me was Shivarur was being bullied there. She was pretty much. She was just shouting nonsense. And, she was, and he's saying, I know what you mean. No, you don't. She's talking shit. Tell her she's talking shit. You don't have to be equally nice to both parties, even if one of them is talking such nonsense. And that is why I think someone like Sanju Verma, as a spokesperson, will do more damage because the trolls who are the worst, they are the chemical, you know, the gang that settles at the bottom of any chemical reaction, the, the shit of any society,
3: will take their cue that this is acceptable because the spokesperson says this. That is a problem. No, but even without Sanju Verma saying, I, I didn't hear that. I think people went into hyperdrive because uh, people are, uh, you know, they just enjoy this kind of silly nationalism. And let me just say, uh, uh, you know, sorry, I've forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Madhu? Totally forgot.
4: Well, the thing is that, look, if the world was like the song Imagine,
3: hmm. all
4: right, which is fine. It'd be lovely if we had no passports, no borders, no countries, no nothing. It's a lovely, lovely thought. But the fact is, we do have countries. We do have borders. We have very active borders. We've had so Porous many borders. Wars. We have porous <laughs> borders. We have wars against our neighbours. All that isn't happening. And I think um, one of the things is that uh, people from a lower income group, actually, who are part of the army are the ones who lose their lives. The people who are uh, sitting in urban areas and are well-to-do, <coughs> It doesn't happen. So, the people who lose their, their sons and daughters now to these kind of skirmishes or wars, I think it's very important to keep that concept of unity and patriotism. And I am one of those that if there was an Indian uh, at a cricket match, uh, if he was cheering for Pakistan, I'd be very upset.
1: You'd be upset, but you harass him. Although, I disagree on your earlier part, I'm a fogy kid. My father has friends who died. One of my closest friend's father has a permanent disability because he took a blast of an MMG in him. And I will tell you this, Madhu, those who have directly been affected by either riots, I'm also a partition kid. My, you know, my earlier generation came. We want peace. They are the ones who will never show this kind of jingoism. I think it's the contrary. It is the ones for whom it is Durka,
2: this thing will... No, the ones... That is something that I I saw, and I mean, I'll speak as a reporter, that the state's where you have this kind of visceral nationalism are the states that contribute the least in terms of recruitment to the army. You have to go to Gujarat to find the most visceral nationalism. I was covering the Kargil war as a uh, journalist stationed in Chandigarh every day in that tri-state. Haryana, Himachal and Punjab, there was a soldier dying. It was basically the the cremation, the funeral beat that we were literally on, talking to soldiers every day, families everywhere. Not in any of these states do you find the same amount of jingoism that you find in states who are contributing far less to the army, far less as soldiers, as individuals. And that is what I find that the cost of patriotism, somebody else's patriotism in this country is being paid by other people at all. You know, I mean, the further you go away from recruitment, from the direct experience of war and casualties, the more likely you are to see nationalism and jingoism. in this. That's a, I mean, talking of data, Hartosh, I think that's a very interesting, I would be very
3: interested to find out this thing, this uh, the point that you've raised, the recruitment in the army by state-wise. I'm sure there are And, you know, I'll just give relevant. you another instance no, one of...
4: Thing, I do want to mention <clears throat> that um, I am old enough to have experienced the 65 and the 71 wars, all right? Um, and during that time... I was very, very young, okay, teenager, whatever, and then in college uh, in 71. uh, I think what I experienced at that time was that there was a real serious disconnect with the people of the country and the people who were fighting for us. There was uh, an alienation. Nobody cared enough in in the cities, in the country, especially in the south. There was a real disconnectedness in, in Maharashtra. But, the north, but North India, uh, and uh, particularly because during the Pakistan war, we had to board up our windows and put tapes and all that because bo- bombing was expected. I saw, and I, it dismayed me, even at that very young age, that we were disconnected from the kind of risk of life and sacrifice that our soldiers were up for. And I think that unless you have that kind of uh, jingoism, which brings... Uh, their reality to, into your home and your drawing room. You can't pull a country together. I don't think a national anthem does not I'll just make one more quick and point. A I mean, national anthem, a flag, a Jai Hind, a uniform, whatever. It's all part of it. Yeah,
1: but thrusting it onto others doesn't do anything. That creates a negative uh, kind of mind space. I'll just, sorry, uh, Hartosh, one quick thing. I I, I don't know whether Rocky will like me saying this, but I'll take the liberty. Rocky said something about freedom of choice on Twitter. And these nationalist Hindu nationalist loonies got after him. Rocky's father, Rocky's a friend of mine, he's also the anchor of High on My Plate. And Rocky lost his father in the 71 war. He was in a tank with the armored corps and a bomb took him away with the tank. And I don't see him imposing that. I know people, I know too many people who have personally been impacted by the war and in the army. And I will tell you, not one of those shows the kind of jingoism
2: that the untouched show. And the flip side of what you're saying, take the 65 war, 71 war. Punjab villages, I mean, went out of the way to help the army, support the army every which way. They contributed in terms of soldiers, in terms of officers. And yet, the constituency for peace with Pakistan is the highest in Punjab, you know.
4: Yeah, How do you b- b-
2: b- balance the two? Because you experience the cost no, of war. So, jingoism is also not strong. You that's don't expected. get jingoism in Punjab at all of the Arnab variety. Because that's easy to do from a distance in a studio. To actually face the consequences of war or yeah. something else. Like but Donald Trump. Face the Donald Trump
3: and the... Right, can so I so. just say one thing? Add to this, you know, yeah, acorn. Jingoism
2: does not he, cancel out looking
4: for peace. That doesn't cancel no, out the uh, other. Uh,
2: what I'm this, saying is this you, you can manifestation fight of it, for the country and not be jingoistic, and you, in fact, are more likely to do that is all I'm trying to know, point out. you
4: know, a lot of the people at uh, in the army and uh, there is a different sense of patriotism and I'm not saying it's like the kind on Twitter, but there is a sense which is deep and, and I think which
3: civilians don't have. Yeah, but I mean, I, I just wanted to point this out. I think... Um, I forget. Is it Pai, who's the chief of Takshashila Foundation? Yeah. He goes by the Twitter handle ACON. So a week ago, he coined or used this term in the context of the intolerance debate. He said, I don't think we're having intolerance. What we're having is coercive majoritarianism. Hmm. And people went after him that, you know, this is rubbish, this and that. But let me just say this. What I saw in that cinema hall, if that is a microcosm, just that cinema hall, I saw coercive majoritarianism. That is what, according to me, is coercive majoritarianism.
1: Right, uh, we've overshot. Anyone wants to share anything It'll happen else in any Binder? country.
4: I mean, if you're Could in a, in a hall be. in the United Kingdom or in America, it would happen in any country.
2: They would be... Do you know in England, England, I don't know. No. no I don't sure. think
4: it would be US, played. Americans think. are
2: extremely yes, but, jingoistic. but not like not, really not with the flag, burning and, of flags yeah, and all we, our actions that we, are taking place Even at the a time. dinner
4: party, if you say anything anti-America, they might be criticizing America, but if... Uh, foreigner says anything that is. But that's de- different.
1: We're talking about someone from that same community, from <laughs> same country. For example, uh, you know the Fool Us, that show with the magicians, uh, Ben Teller, is, is that what their names are? They had this last act in America where they burned the flag. And they say, we are burning this flag not to show disrespect, but to show how great this country is, that I can stand on this stage, burn this flag in a magic trick, make it reappear and then make it vanish and burn it again. Because our First Amendment... Is the spirit of America? This flag is not the spirit of America, and that is something to be proud of, not something to be ashamed of. And no one from the audience has get them off stage. They burnt the flag on stage. It was a fantastic. But speaker. on the
3: other hand, when and one and person said he's going to burn the Quran, then huh. the whole world erupted. That Obama specially said, "Please don't do it," and any not in the end. So any other? Uh, yeah, I have, I have you one because Hartosh is here, and uh, I think he's he's been going hammer and tongs. Over Twitter, uh, well, he always does that, but about one specific instance about <laughs> Times Literature Festival and being sponsored by Rajni Gandha. Hmm. And I found it very interesting because. Uh, because as all well read people, eat Rajni Gandha. <laughs> where are you, dude? Get with the program. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what precisely is your objection to Rajni Gandha sponsoring Times Literature Festival?
2: Well, look, it is the DS group. It is controversial. It is the same thing when you say that. Look at the money going into NDTV. Look at the money coming into the festival. Gutka, this is a group that has history of actually legally fighting the ban on Gutka in every possible way. Of actually claiming that Cancer experts and their research on Gudka is problematic. Why is it problematic? Because you know you are not factoring in other environmental factors. You know the anti cancer sort of argument that yeah. these. And this is a group that has consciously done it time after time. It survives on Pan Masala. And it survives butka, on Pan Masala. What a good oh is, <laughs> Yeah, it is. 60 to 70% on of the 70% of, this. On the sales of Pan Masala. This festival is again whitewashing the reputation and to forget what actually the reality of this group is.
3: And that's my object. But again, I mean, I, I take your point, Hertosha. It's a very valid point. But again, I mean, it's, it's going into a territory where it's very difficult for us to extract, uh, uh, you know, if somebody, so for example, Wills Group, hmm? uh, W. Wills that makes fashion this thing. And used to make secrets. Has sponsored uh, 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 Times Now Super Prime Time, hmm. on which you've appeared as a panelist. Now, it is actually owned by the people who make Gold Flake. Hmm. So, even though, and classic. and classic, so, I mean, would you stop going to, uh, stop becoming a panellist on uh, Times now? Would, would you continue to eat in Moria?
2: Yeah, or, yeah, hotels, for yeah, example. now you can't dissect it. That's what that. I'm saying. So, it's, it's no, a so look, there's a main sponsor, it is almost the Rajna Rajnega And I'm not being festival. critical of you. I'm no, not, no, no, I, I agree with you the the entirely. This this a, these are difficult I questions. to no, he's a big boy. <laughs> these <right>. are difficult <laughs> questions to pair through. And the question is, I think, where the limits are crossed. Right. And I think the projection as the main sponsor, uh, I may have larger problems with literary festivals themselves, but that's a whole different <laughs> debate entirely. Should we call Ooh. William again? <laughs> Please call William again. I would love that. But the question is, in this case, we know what the aims are, you know, very clearly. And it is not one among a panel of 15 names disguised there. This is up front. A particular... As I said, they are not even. This is not even surrogate. They are advertising Panmasala. masala. There is no disguising that fact. And we know the consequences of all these things. And yet, it is there without any questions being asked. I mean, at least let's turn around and discuss it. I am not saying that don't let it be done. I am just asking questions. Do you find it problematic or not? I find it problematic. Right. Doesn't mean do away with it or don't go to the festival. That's everybody's personal yeah, choice. Exactly. That's
1: okay. Uh, I'll wind up now. We've way crossed times. We'll tell you stuff you can read later next hafta. Right now, I'd like to wind up with a song. Thank you so much, first of all. Thank you. Uh, Fartosh pleasure. Uh, check out the caravan issue on uh, my favourite network, NDTV, <laughs> and my fa- <laughs> favourite journalist, Pranoy uh, Roy. You uh, your favourite party as well. From the year. <laughs> no, they were pulling my leg before you came, that I'm very kind to them because I'm a Dosco. And you and just and bend it over. profited
2: from them. <laughs> I miss that
4: element. I have to... There is that Dosco element, I don't know what, it, what disease it is. They can't Madhu, get it out of their head. Head to Madhu. <laughs> No, Wellam is different. We're not clubby. Achcha, vachu.
1: Wellam is different. Anyway, so um, check that out and uh, join us again for after next week. This Hafta was produced by Kartik Njavan, who's back. Thank you, Kartik. Also check out our other podcast, Global Summits, Where Are We Going with Biraj Swain. Uh, you'll get a lot of gyan about Global Summits, which even I wasn't aware of and it was a huge learning experience. Fantastic podcast get on to click on i pay to keep news free support independent media if you don't like us support independent media of your choice when the public pays the public is served and when the Gandha pays rajnigandha <laughs> is served <laughs> <laughs> maybe occasionally guests also we <laughs> <laughs> get
2: around guests <laughs> yes
1: hartosh so that hartosh doesn't have to come and give us his time for free we really appreciate hartosh anand thank you manisha thank you, thanks. Thank you. and we leave you with this song it is a song uh, a patriotic song Uh, And everybody uh, plays it, including during the Jan Lokpal movement, we used to play it to get patriotic feelings. Ironically, the song was sung in the film for Afghanistan. Enjoy. Bye-bye. we
3: have to stand up? No, you can
2: sit down. Thank you for
1: joining (laughs) us, Sartosh. (laughs)
3: Hey mere chaman, tujh pe dil
0: Catch all new episodes of NL Hafta on newslaundry.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook.